Happy Hump Day, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets. Powered by BetSports, we are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and back from sort of a brief respite of technological difficulties, health difficulties. Everyone's still slightly sick in his house, but Andy is here looking pretty in pink, ready to persevere. I might just take Tuesdays off. My golf show starts back up in like two weeks. I think you're just stuck with Matt. Like, I think Tuesdays are going to be my... Honestly, I wish Willow came out on. It's not even that good, but it's the show I'm watching now because I liked the movie when I was young. Wish Willow. If Willow came out on Tuesdays, that's what I would do. I would watch it during this. Um, not that I don't pay attention to you and Matt and Dan when you're on the show, but I usually watch it later. I don't like to watch live because I'm tempted to shit talk your asses. You know, you're like, oh, you think you know sports? Look at me. I'm on the other side of the camera today. I'm a. Uh, I'm in the you peanut gallery. This. I'll come troll the deep dive. M&Fers, yeah. So, no, but it was a, a fun day of sports yesterday. I got a soccer bet home. I realized I had a messy golden ball bet. Um, again, cool. anything can happen. But that is just, that is not stats-based. It is a voted-on thing. Golden boot is most goals. Golden uh, Ball is like a kind of an MVP kind of thing. And some books, he's hanging minus 300, minus 400. So he is a presumptive favorite now that he's in the final and he's very good. So uh, I've found a way to break even on the World Cup, guys, <laughs> through a future bet I place. Thanks to, I think, Dan and somebody else were talking to me about this. I ended up placing something. But Regardless of that, the uh the over was nice and easy. Early penalty kick, which probably wasn't deserved, and awesome. Uh, did you watch the match, Alex? Yeah, I did. Yeah, the that solo run from uh, Alvarez. Am I saying it right? Yeah, sure. I can't remember the names. All goals. I think there were three goals for Argentina. All of them were really impressive. I mean, it gets expensive. Alvarez. Yeah, the yeah the the run. I mean, it was like a ninety-eight yard drive. That's what that was. It was Baker Mayfield esque. Because they, they took the ball deep in their own territory and drove across midfield. And he just, some people, doesn't matter how much traffic, the ball just always lands on their foot. Like That's getting really what through, it was. Getting through that defense at the breakneck speed he ran was a little luck, a lot of skill, and it was awesome. And then, yeah, Messi, the final goal was honestly the best. Just Messi dummying a guy killing Zorro there and making him look stupid and just feeding uh feeding him again and it was nice to get off the push and onto the win and today I will be cheering for no goals not only am I cheering for because I just love penalty kicks too if we can get this one to penalty kicks Morocco's live I guess France is a goddamn truck though Mbappe didn't show up all that much in the quarterfinals didn't matter they're here anyway he's you know obviously in that group of 16 game he was a god we've seen him play very well at certain points in this tournament he's good Giroud is good the rest of the team is good the the bench players could probably have put together a team and got second place in some of these groups like it's still a very good very deep very well coached team this is a big test but man we said that about Spain so I guess Morocco, if they believe, and they continue to be just well-coached and well-manned on the defensive end, um, 
they just office are in the right spot defensively. Like I said, it's very annoying when you've bet the other team or the over, seeing every cross just come in and there's like three Moroccans just ready to clear it instantly. It's very do a great job. So you got to get some very, Bono to, uh, Golden Glove, by the way. That, yeah, that the Drew, Drew talked me into that too after we looked at it. It's it, it's a it's a voted on award, and you know, third place match doesn't mean shit, but. We'll we'll see how that goes. I have some plus one fifty, but I did bet the under two point two five, hoping for honestly because of the Bono Golden Gloves bet. Now I'm hoping for nil nil. Actually, one nil Morocco would be best case scenario because they'd be in the final. That gives them the extra juice in the awards market. But nil nil into penalties would be awesome. But I I think you're probably your median expectation here is about two nil France. One nothing would be a lot better. Um, I told Dan this. I said because and because I have golden ball, which uh, the only competition truly for Messi is Mbappe for that. I said I would like one nil France, scored by some random cornerback that they put in, uh, or center back cornerback center back that they yes, put in center late, back. center back that they put in late, and then Mbappe gets a red card for punching a female ref. <laughs> Like, oh, you can't give that guy the golden ball. He's a that's not asking for much. He's a menace. This guy is a I don't think he'd do that. He seems like a he seems like an affable chap. Anything's uh, possible. It worked out better if he worked for, if he played for England, but I don't know how to say affable in French. So we'll move on to a sport Something that the French are today. You know, we're gonna move on to a sport that France isn't too bad at France has some good basketball players and uh yeah the NBA how's it going this week the French are trying to recruit Joel Embiid somehow I'm not quite sure how the rules for international basketball work Joel Embiid was born in Cameroon lives in the United States but I guess has French citizenship so what the heck we'll see how that goes but decent night in the association we've got 10 games tonight four looks I like um we'll start with an underdog the Orlando Magic um they will be hosting the Atlanta Hawks the Hawks, and I know Dan is laughing wherever he's sitting right now because I just can't win a stinking bet against the Hawks, but I'm going to try again. The Hawks have been terrible on the road this year. Continue to be missing DeWante Murray. Um, looks like there's a chance Trey Young might be out if he does play. He's not going to be 100%. Really just like the spot for the Magic. Had them had this basically a pick em. Maybe Atlanta a short favorite here. So anything two and a half. Two and a half or three, I'm looking to take the spread. The money line sits right at plus 125. I played a little bit of that, so don't mind that as well. Just again, it's a good spot for a Magic team that is finally starting to get healthy. They have some guards back. They're really starting to play some good basketball, and I think it could be kind of a fun team here for the rest of the year. And yes, Dan, I know I'm betting against the Hawks. We're going to try our best. I can't lose all my bets against the Hawks. Pistons, Hornets under. Um, two teams just devastated by injury. This might be a Victor Webinyama special tonight, honestly, with the way these two teams are playing. Kate Cunningham is going to have some surgery. He is out for the year. That means the Detroit Pistons' best offensive guard is probably rookie Jaden Ivey, who has really struggled to get his own shot. It's just going to be a pitiful Pistons season here to kind of roll out. So apologies if you took the over on the regular season win total. Was not expecting Kate to be out for the entire year, basically. And they go up against the Hornets team tonight, missing LaMelo Ball, missing Gordon Hayward, missing a couple other pieces. Just really struggle to see how either team is going to put any points on the board tonight. Had this total closer to the low 220s as opposed to the 227 we're seeing right now. So anything 226 or higher I like. 
The Oklahoma City Thunder host the Miami Heat tonight. No Jimmy Butler on top of about six or seven other guys. Uh, the Miami injury report is just exhausting to try to read every morning. It seems like most of the team is on that stinking report. Yes, they will have Bam out of bio tonight, but without Jimmy Butler, I had this closer to a pick Um Actually even played some Thunder money line at like plus 130 last night. It's down to plus 120. I think you could still get a plus three there on the spread. Would play anything plus three or better. The Thunder have been solid at home. Um, really have protected their court well. That seems to be where they're winning games as opposed to, you know, kind of giving up on the road here. Fully healthy team tonight. And again, just going to keep fading the heat. Not sure how long it's going to take the market to react to the fact that this team, even when they are healthy, isn't very good and they just aren't. You know, the, the roster is completely depleted. So like the Thunder tonight, Timberwolves Clippers. Um, I think we're headed towards an over period of the NBA. Now, I know I've been an under earlier, but that's a little bit of a special case. Had a pretty big edge there. As you start to look at some of the closing totals and actual totals over the last week or so, um, unders have been great. If you just blindly bet unders the last 11, 12 days, you're up about six, seven units. And the market has started to react a little bit. We've started to see closing totals come down or your sort of average actual total is coming up. So over the next week or so, I'd say if, if you're modeling in, NBA. Try to play, you know, bigger edges if you like and under. Don't be afraid to chase some smaller edges on the over. I think it'll be good. And in that vein, really like this spot for the Timberwolves and the Clippers. Um, the Clippers have been very good with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George on the floor, but they're also scoring a lot of points. This Timberwolves team that looks like they will be without D'Angelo Russell tonight still has the depth. I think that we're going to see. Um, I had this closer to 228. Um, 227 as I started to tweak some stuff here. So 222, 223, anything in that range or higher looks pretty good. So an under and over and two dogs tonight. And it, um, yeah, Savage Samurai, I think we will probably see a, a Boyan Bogdanovich trade. He can't be traded, I think, until tomorrow. He was acquired during the offseason and there's a certain date um, before which he can't be moved. So I assume that once um, we've passed that date, Bogdanovich will be somebody that is going to get a lot um, of attention from the rest of the league that honestly should have grabbed him this offseason. I think the Pistons got him for like two second round picks. It was almost nothing. So, yeah, I think Bogdanovich will get moved here. There's a lot of rules about trading and tampering and what whatnot and all that jazz. There's not that many rules about betting college hoops, except uh, maybe don't tail Andy while he is ice cold. I, I hope he doesn't he goes, go to the Lakers. Yeah, nobody no wants Lakers. the Lakers to succeed. No one wants that. I want a second season of winning time is what I want. Oh, Bogdanovich brothers. I like that. That, Dan, that'll be fun. Get the Bogdanovich Bojan brothers and Bojan. back together. Bogdan and Bojan. Bojan. I'm a, I like to say a little bit of the J, even though I know that's not his name. Uh, speaking of terrible, terrible teams. Definitely 17. Pivot, Good Lord. Pivot from the Lakers. Yeah, it's too many. Uh, I it's get, a lot. <laughs> I get it. This is a bad team. And I've been on some bad teams. This is a this is a swack team. We were making fun of the swack and some some uh AP voters accidentally voted for Mississippi Valley State rather than Mississippi State in the recent Laker. No, I'm saying Laker AP poll. And uh, that's not right because Mississippi Valley State, the Delta Devils are one of the worst teams in basketball. Over the last 10 years, they usually don't have any wins over Division One teams, and they usually will lose by a lot. Uh, all these SWAC teams are pretty rough. That said, Minnesota is a bottom-of-the-goddamn-barrel Big Ten team right now. I'm betting against my Gophers. I should have worn a Gophers hat. They shouldn't be favored. Even against the worst teams, I'm not so sure they should be 20-point favorites over, like, you know, the, the real bot. Maybe IUPUI, but IUPUI is a – isn't absolute ab, just a 
I, I almost said aberration. That's not abhor, abhorrent mess. That'll work too. But Pine Bluff is good enough to hang with a, uh, like a, a, a 200th ranked team. Honestly, they're probably right around there. This is not a decent Big Ten team. This is not a decent team at all. They should probably be favored by about 12 to 15 in this one. Getting 17 is a lot. This is kind of the spot where you start calling dogs off anyway. So I like this one. I'm, my numbers make this like 12, which is something. And yeah, how about Ovi getting to 800 goals last night? I saw that on the timeline. I didn't know that was a thing that was happening because apparently he needed three. And then he got three, which was pretty amazing. Only three men have scored 800 goals. And I think only one has scored 300 goals while looking like one of the uh, bad guys from Happy Gilmore. That's true. He does kind of look like that. He does. I'll meet you in the parking lot. That's very scary. All right. We'll close her out with some Limoges. Limoges. Or limo. I don't really know. French tennis. We continue with our indoor hardcore part of the season. Again, at the very, very last. I, I know I've been saying this for a while. Next week will probably be the final week. But two underdogs I like tomorrow morning. Um, again, in Limoges, they're just about done play for the day. So tough to find anything if you're looking for some action. The Bronzetti Jana Fett match just started. Bronzetti up on early break probably puts that match away quickly. The book of Jana Maybe, Fett. Maybe a live under if you're looking for a little action to scratch the itch this afternoon or right now. But for tomorrow morning, again, this looks like they'll be around 6 7 o'clock in the morning. We'll start with Anna Blinkova um, having some, a really nice finish to the season, winning multiple matches at several tournaments, um, did well in Angers last week. Goes up against Angelina Kalanina, who is also having a nice finish to the season, but not sure warrants the price that we're seeing here. And uh, I'm sorry, Bogdan, I'm sorry, Anna Blinkova's playing Anna Bogdan. Um, Bogdan having an okay sort of finish to the season, blew our under for us yesterday, but um, should still be competitive here in this match, but have no clue why she's really favored here. Um, Blinkova's numbers look better for me the last couple of years, this year, the last few months. Um, I think Bogdan may be getting a little too much credit for beating up on some lesser competition throughout the months. Again, Blinkova tends to be better against better competition. So I have her as a short favorite here, like her plus 125. I'm also going to put a little sprinkle here on two to one. Um, both women play a lot of three set matches. Just thought about playing the three sets, but didn't love the price there. Um, had this two to one closer to 350. So anything plus 425 or better. And there's even some better numbers out there. looks good. Put a, like a little half unit on that. And then Shui Zhang, really great on indoor courts. Um, generally someone who Beats players that are ranked uh, below her, loses to players ranked above her, and has continued that trend. Um, you know, did pretty well the last couple of weeks, although it uh, wasn't fantastic. Lost her first match in Angers, but has been good this week in her first two matches, putting away lesser talent. Goes against Aunt Helena Kalanina, who is getting closer to Zhang in terms of her overall pedigree, in terms of her rank and things. But um, Kalanina here, a minus 190 favorite, just kind of nutty to me. I had this closer to minus 130, minus 125 each way, um, you know, given the way that Zhang is playing. And again, generally does better indoors, tweaked her rating up even more here. And really like this plus 145. Anything plus 140 or looks better. So two underdogs for us. Hopefully we'll wake up for a little coffee and cash. I like yeah, I don't I even drink coffee. Co- some coffee. Do you don't drink coffee? Cappuccino, maybe once a week. My mom got me a, you know, the Keurig K-Cups. You know the K-Cups? Yeah. She got me an advent calendar with those in them. And one day it was hot chocolate. And I'm like, well, this is fucking stupid. I don't want a hot chocolate in the morning. 
give this to my kids. Now I have to go find the K-Cup. I thought I'd just have a cup of coffee every morning. Thanks, Mom. I prefer the Boo Bad Vent calendar. Yeah. You can change it to cats, too, if you want. It's probably weird if your mom gave you that, though. Yeah, she likes to send advent (laughs) calendars to the house, and I don't know. Me and the wife got coffee. My wife just opened all of hers at once. She's like, this is dumb. She's like, I'm putting these all in the in the K-Cup basket. But I digress. We digress. We head on. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll talk some Thursday night football. Uh, bets, props, first touchdown scores, all kinds of stuff. Hit the thumbs up on the way out. Enjoy your day. Um, enjoy your Christmas prep, and we'll see you tomorrow.